0: All right. All right. Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. Does that sound weird? No, it sounded good. Cool. Sorry.
1: This week's episode is sponsored by Emporium Arcade Bar. Emporium hosts awesome game, beer, food, and live music events daily in Wicker Park and Logan Square. Visit EmporiumChicago.com for info. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This, this is, Friendshipping. is Friendshipping. And this week's theme is... Trin-barrassment. Oh, Aw,
0: <laughs> Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem.
1: This week is about when your friends are embarrassing you. Yep, yeah. that's what it is. I really set that up like I had more to say, but I did not. That was, in fact, the end of the sentence. Yeah. You, reached, you reached the I end of the sentence. I embarrassed both of us.
0: No, Jen, you're doing amazing. And nothing that you could say in this podcast would embarrass me <laughs> because I would, simply, challenge? I would simply edit it out. Oh, true. Yeah, that's true. Good.
1: We've got a good thing going here. Yep. All right, well, then uh, let's go with the uh, first question. A friend keeps bringing up a private fact about me when in groups while drunk. Oof. Like, hey, remember when X happened? My responses so far seem to have led him to think we are participating in a funny bit when actually I'm mortified and upset. Confrontation is not an easy step for me. Help? Thanks.
0: Oh, no. This that
1: sucks. That
0: sucks. Because he doesn't know that he's doing something wrong. Uh, and I'm glad that you're taking responsibility for what is happening here because it is pretty clear that this is a friend that you care about and that the situation is arising from the fact that He thinks it's a bit. He thinks that you are playing along. But yeah, we need to figure out a way for you to talk through this. Yeah,
1: exactly. So conflict like this usually stems from one person thinking this is no big deal and not worth discussing. And the other person thinks it is a big deal and it is worth discussing. And obviously your friend doesn't think much about this at all. No big deal. But your measurements of the situation are totally different. But that doesn't mean you are wrong. You are embarrassed and that's a fact. That's the end of the discussion. There is no reason for anyone to be like, why would you be embarrassed? That story is hilarious. Like, we love that about you. It's great. It, it doesn't matter if they think it's great. What matters is you are embarrassed and your feelings are valid. They are a fact. And one of the first lessons I learned in therapy actually was uh, it's okay to take up space and have feelings and opinions. In fact, it is, it is encouraged.
0: It is indeed. And what's happening is that your friend who is bringing up this story in public just doesn't have all of your feelings, opinions, and space. He doesn't have the whole story. Um, so it's time to tell him the whole story. And I think that part of why you are uncomfortable with bringing this up to him is that you don't want to hurt his feelings. But your feelings are equally important. And if your feelings are being hurt, then we absolutely need to have this discussion. So at least go into this bolstered by the fact that you are not wrong. Your feelings are as important as his. And if you just keep on absorbing all of the hurt in this situation, that's not fair. And I'm sure he doesn't want to hurt
1: you. Yeah, this is a hard thing for a friendship to handle. Uh, Trin, do you remember in our gifts episode when you said like one of the hardest things for a friendship is obligation? And in this case, your friend owes you a change of behavior and an apology. And your friendship will be strained until those things are made right.
0: Yeah, and I think that at this point, because like you said, you've been playing along for so long, uh, it is up to you to give him a space to give you an apology and an opportunity to change his behavior. Um, and if he doesn't apologize and he doesn't change his behavior, then, I mean, we can deal with that when we get there. But for now, let's work on what can be done um,
1: within like, your own sphere. Right. So some communication tips here. And you mentioned confrontation is not something you enjoy doing. Well, maybe consider this less of a confrontation and more of an opportunity for your friend to right a wrong. And wouldn't your friend want to do that for you? Wouldn't your friend want to do the nice thing and fix this? Yeah, most people want to do the right thing. Yeah, most people want to be nice.
0: And most people just don't know what the right thing is unless you let them
1: know. I would literally write down your thoughts, kind of like you did for us, before this conversation conversation happens. And your first version of this can be as harsh and upset as you like. Here's what I would do. Write down your thesis or your goal, which is, I need my friend to stop bringing up this bit in groups and embarrassing me publicly. Like literally underline that. Now everything you say or do should support that thesis, kind of like one of those terrible academic papers you wrote in college. And if you work in that direction, that means you'll go into this with like a clean slate. You won't bring up other things that are bothering you, because that's, a, that's opening the door to uh, like arguments and discussion that you might not be ready to have. And your second round of this will need some editing. And this is editing for your goodwill, not for your friends. We're not telling you like how to police yourself here because you're the one in, in the hurt. But for your own sake, I would edit your thoughts down. And my advice is always to edit out the adverbs and to keep your argument strong. This is kind of a version of emotional house cleaning. It really makes you decide what's important here.
0: We're not telling you to censor yourself. We're not trying to tell you to just you know, don't say all the things you you want to say, but you have to come into this with the perspective that whatever you say is going to affect your friend in some regard, and you need to be okay with whatever way they will react.
1: The one thing you cannot control here is how your friend will react.
0: Yeah, but you can feel good about what you put out there and what you say, uh, and then regardless of his reaction, you will feel better walking away from that conversation being prepared.
1: Yeah, all this advice comes to help you strengthen your argument, not to like soften it. Mm-hmm. We don't want you to soften your personality or your feelings here, because that's the most important thing. And I, I personally don't like confrontation when I'm mad, because if I'm mad, I just start crying, and like that always, <laughs> yeah. that always like makes me feel like weak. Like I'm the person that's like, wow, I can't even discuss this without crying. I must not really mean it, or it must not be, I must be like soft in some way. But that's actually the opposite is true. Like I'm emotional because I care about it. So don't buy into the myth that being emotional about this makes you makes you weak sauce bring this up in a neutral situation
0: so don't bring this up while you guys are drinking yeah <laughs> don't bring it up right after it happens don't bring it up right after it happens uh don't bring it up when you think it's about to happen i
1: i would say talk to this person today while you guys are sober i totally agree wait for the harsh light of day right when everyone is sober having a boring day at work brunch brunch yeah I always suggest brunch. Yeah. Brunch and therapy. Put that on my gravestone. Ooh, very nice. When it comes to the actual conversation part, uh, this is some advice I received. Actually, from Trin, I think I received this piece of advice from you and Max. Uh, you can give your friend an out if you want. That means giving them verbally the benefit of the doubt. And that means saying something like, I know you didn't mean to, but this really embarrasses me. When you bring up this in group settings, it hurts my feelings to have the group laughing along. I know you would never hurt my feelings on purpose. So in that, you're kind of giving them a way to sidestep out and be like, and to agree and to be like, you're right. I would never hurt your feelings on purpose. And if yeah. that's not true, then they truly suck.
0: Yeah. And I don't think that this person would ask if they didn't have a strong friendship with this person
1: otherwise. Right. Because then they would just be a huge dick. Yeah. Then I'd be like, I don't want to hang out with yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. And you don't need to apologize for this message. It will be tempting to say, I'm sorry if this is awkward. That's probably what I would say, honestly. And don't punish yourself if that word flies out of your mouth, because it'll happen. It's just, it's how women are, especially. <laughs> yeah. But if you write down this message, edit out all the parts you, that don't support your thesis, and an apology doesn't actually support your thesis.
0: And this isn't awkward. It's just, you're giving some facts. you
1: spitting, spitting some fire, some fact fire. Yeah, the facts are, write down the facts. The facts mm-hmm. are, you say this thing in group settings, and it makes me sad.
0: Yeah, and how uh, this guy will respond to this is going to tell you a lot about their friendship. You know, if they're a shithead, then we're, we're sorry.
1: They're, I'm really sorry. They're a shithead. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have an opportunity to find out what kind of friend they are. <laughs> yeah, and do you really want somebody in your life who purposefully
0: hurts you for the entertainment of other people? Ugh. Right? Right. Yeah, because right? uh. yeah. that is what is happening after this person knows that this hurts you. So if he does it again... There's no apology for that. That is, the entertainment of this group is more important than your feelings to me. Absolutely.
1: Oh, man. Trin, laying it down. Let's it a down. trend on this one.
0: Spit in the fire.
1: <laughs> Did we answer that? I think we answered it. Yeah. Oh, All right. right. Well, good luck with that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go on your merry way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Let us know
1: how it goes, actually. I yeah, Actually, I would like that. I would yeah. love, I'm very curious.
0: I would love people to give us follow-up. Be oh, amazing. yeah. That would yeah. be great. Question two. I have a friend who just gets way too drunk at parties. Her drinking isn't a problem outside of social settings, so I think she just gets overexcited. I feel like I can't bring her anywhere without her setting a small fire in the sink. (laughs) It's super embarrassing, but I'm having a hard time talking to her about her behavior. It has to change or I really can't bring her places. What should I say? Well, um, the good news is that it seems like this isn't an issue of her relationship with alcohol. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Um, if she's only drinking to excess in social settings and it's not like affecting her day to day, you know, definitely uh, keep an eye on her. Uh, but that's a really good thing. And she's setting fires in places where they're easy to extinguish.
1: Yeah, that's good. It's not like a dumpster fire. Yeah, that's thoughtful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and But I like that this asker said it has to change or I really can't bring her places. You're right. You are right. It has to change or you can't bring her places. Yeah,
0: because when you bring this friend to someone else's party, you are knowingly bringing a hazard (laughs) into someone else's space. And absolutely,
1: her actions are on you. Yeah, that's the harsh truth of this. Like, her behavior reflects on you. Yeah. If you brought someone to the party who said a racial slur, you would never bring them back. Ever. Ever. Yeah. That's, That's like bringing a live bear to somebody's party. Would you bring a live bear to someone's party? I would
0: not bring a live bear. I personally bear.
1: would not bring a live bear to someone's party.
0: I would bring like an adorable little dog. Yeah. But if that adorable little dog bit somebody at somebody's party, then you wouldn't bring the dog back. You wouldn't back. bring the dog oh, back. perfect metaphor. You wouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, but if you're not bringing her to these parties, it is not your job to monitor how much your friend drinks. And ultimately then her behavior would not reflect on you. But when you bring a friend to someone's party, you are definitely accepting part responsibility for their actions. So I'm so glad that the person already knows that. Um, But at the same time, this friend clearly doesn't know that she has an issue. I mean, people get into patterns because they think that what they do to get attention and what they do at parties, what they do in social settings is working. So she might even think that her behavior is endearing. She might think that these sink fires are worth the story that you
1: tell after the fact. Right. But they're not. Might think they're hilarious. Oh, God. I just feel bad for this. (laughs) I know. At least this person is ready for a confrontation, I think.
0: Yeah. It sounds like they're, they're already planning, like, okay, like, I really can't bring her places. What should I say in this situation where we're going to, to talk? Right. Let's talk about when and where you should talk. Just like the first question. <laughs> don't uh, bring it up
1: during the fire. <laughs> <laughs> she's, like, lighting the matches, and you're like, hey, uh, we have to talk about your drinking. <laughs> yeah, don't do it when she's holding fire. <laughs> she's
0: got a margarita in one hand and a blowtorch in the other. Right. So you have to bring this up while you're not currently at a party even with her.
1: I think so, yeah. Because yeah. how could that go well? Like you know, every college party where someone was crying on the curb, yeah. or <laughs> that happens every New Year's Eve too, so and not even cries. college students. There's always there's always a crier. You probably don't want to be the crier, cause the crier. It's I just don't see this going well if it's while a party with people are drinking.
0: Right, and this episode's going to drop on a Thursday, so oh listen. shit. So ho- so you only you've got one day until the weekend yeah. starts, or, th-
1: or hours really. Yeah. Thirsty Thursday, thirsty trend. Thursday. That's, I hear that's the, the thing the kids do.
0: I have never participated in a thirsty. A thirsting Thursday. Me either.
1: I'd class on Fridays. Yeah. Well, if you're not a square, then (laughs) if you're not a square, you're... (laughs) This is not the podcast for you. Oh, God, not. not, No,
0: indeed. (laughs) Again, if there's booze involved, it's already too late to have this conversation because she has proven that she cannot be reasoned with when she is drinking. (laughs) If she
1: could, there wouldn't be a fire. There wouldn't (laughs) be a fire in the sink.
0: (laughs) Who would even think this is a good idea? I want
1: more details on the sink fire. I do. Can you, repl- can you let us know how she's, I mean, just maybe just, like, email us privately, like, Syncfire, subject line Syncfire, <laughs> S- from Syncfire22 at gmail.com. We, we won't reveal your identity. You don't need to say who, who you are, but, like, tell me what's going on. <laughs> Ms. Syncfire.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Here's some advice in that conversation, that sober, sober conversation that you're going to have with Stone cold sober. So-
1: stone cold, No, Steve sober. Maybe have it next to a sink.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. So here's the problem. (laughs) Jen
1: and I are reinforcing
0: her behavior right now. (laughs) Because my first piece of advice is don't give her more attention for her behavior. Fuck, you're so right. Don't laugh about it like we are. So, like, don't joke about it. In retrospect, these situations are super easy to make into silly tales. Like, oh, my gosh, remember when Miranda wrapped herself in Tim's shower curtain and told everyone that she was Batgirl? Like, that <laughs> sounds really funny. It does. But so
1: one sink fire is funny. Repeated right. sink fires. <laughs> Not funny. No, like, no, 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 no. No, no.
0: more than one bat Girl.
1: No, no yeah no way and who washes their shower curtain <laughs> that's really gross okay i'm doing it again all right Okay,
0: but, it's, but seriously like yeah. actually living through that moment is very annoying it's very fuck annoying yeah if, if they set a fire in my sink fuck that and making a scene at a party it's somebody else's party that's upsetting and annoying and shitty and she needs to stop um so don't have her listen to this podcast first of all yeah, or just like, don't listen to the last two minutes where we're laughing about it. Um, but, you know, make clear that this behavior is not earning her any friends. I mean, there's always somebody who's got like those drunk tales, like, can you believe what happened? But after a while,
1: mm. Yeah, but they're not like tales anymore. They're still happening. Yeah. She hasn't, this isn't behavior she's grown out of or moved on from.
0: You've got to have people who agree with you
1: too see if you can bring them in
0: on this let them know to tell her that this sucks and when it happens at parties to not give her attention
1: for it There are going to be people that you can't control who will reinforce this funny behavior because yes. they'll think it's funny
0: right and they can have their own dumb parties that burn to the ground go to their
1: own weird parties you don't need to attend those yeah
0: don't invite her places and tell her why. I mean, She is a legitimate hazard. She's making parties less safe through
1: her actions, and you can't spend your whole evening monitoring her. You can't be responsible for every single thing she does, and you can't keep an eye on her all night. Like, right. That sounds awful. And make sure she doesn't have a lighter on her. Yeah. And... Yeah. Man,
0: I mean, that's really, I think that's really it. It's, you know, make clear it's not funny. Make clear it's not earning her any friends. Make clear that she's not livening up the party or adding to the party. She's
1: making a scene. It's upsetting you. Yeah. You feel some obligation to take care of her when she's that drunk. And you can't be expected to do that all the time. I think that this conversation takes place
0: where you say, I'm going out to Miranda's house tonight. And I'm sorry, but I'm not gonna bring you with this time because I feel like I can't trust you. Uh, And because of this, this and this, I really can't be responsible for your behavior. So you can either promise me that this isn't going to happen or I can't bring you as a guest to parties. And it sounds so harsh, but this is absolutely at
1: this point what she needs to hear. Yeah, this is tough love. And I can imagine uh, a scenario where she tries to argue and get defensive. Or try to gaslight you and be like, what are you talking about? That was hilarious. Everybody loves that. Yeah, it was, everyone had a great time that night. Nothing got burnt to the ground. (laughs) Well, then everybody else can take
0: responsibility for her behavior. You don't. You don't have to bring her as your guest.
1: Exactly. You are the president of your emotional state. You are the ultra pharaoh of your own emotional state. And who you bring to sink fire parties. You are the ministry of magic of sink fire parties. (laughs) That kind of does sound like something that would happen in Harry Potter. Didn't they s- start a fire in a toilet when they were making Polyjuice Potion? That sounds right. Yeah. That just sounds like something that would happen. Yeah, yeah, it does. We're not in that world. She thinks she's like a delightful weirdo like Luna Lovegood, but she's not. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. that is what's happening. This behavior is not delightfully weird. It's just weird.
0: Yeah, and it's, it dis- it's disruptive, it's a hazard, and it's unsafe. And it's not your responsibility to call 911 if she legitimately can't control what she does when she's been drinking she absolutely needs to drink less and she absolutely does have
1: a problem absolutely yeah Yeah, i mean drinking loosens you up but if it turns you into this another version of yourself that is truly dangerous and unhealthy well there it is (laughs)
0: yeah right i mean if she's getting blackout drunk and like doing things that she would not normally do uh that no no to that no but she hard mm, no hard no Oh, this sucks. Let's talk about something else before we wrap
1: up, because yeah. it's sad. Let's end on a... No, I got nothing.
0: <laughs> so what are you most excited about for Star Wars, Jen?
1: Uh, I'm excited for friendships in it. I'm serious. I am too. The, the, the trio that's in all the trailers, I purposely haven't read anything about them, but I've come across some rumors that they are like the BFF circle. Oh my I'm my really God. excited. Yes. I was trying to think of the actress. I actually don't remember the name.
0: The, the character's name is Ray, I believe yeah I
1: think you're right right yeah. yeah
0: I saw this cover of like Elle magazine that described uh her as the sexy new siren of Star Wars and I was like <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about like what a siren have you seen the friggin' trailers what? yeah siren? I'm actually siren gonna-
1: oh my god Trin I'm gonna have a rage blackout that makes absolutely no sense In the trailer, she's she's a warrior. She's got a huge fucking spear. She's running up a mountain. The the voiceover is about her and her like deep complicated past. Uh, Oh, exclusive interview with Daisy Ridley, the new siren of Star Wars.
0: No, unbelievably missing the point. L magazine
1: (laughs) could not be more off base. There, (laughs) wow, the only way that would be acceptable if it was like a photo of Jabba the Hutt and they called him the sexy siren of Star Wars. (laughs) <laughs> and they went full ironic. But they full did not. Irony, they no. fucked it up. They definitely did.
0: All yeah, right. Well, anyway.
1: Oh, uh, we ended on a sad note again. <laughs> you can tell our moods today.
0: So uh, this has been Friendshiping with Jen and Trin. Uh, if you'd like to send us a question, cram it up our asshole at ask.fm slash Jen and Trin. Jen has two N's and Trin only has one N. And the extra N in Jen stands for new Star Wars. And no sink fires. And no sink fires if you'd like to follow us on twitter we are at jen and trin same number of N's apply um you know everybody uh you know stay uh, sober and safe guys yeah
1: take care of yourselves do Your friendship at the problem